Wednesday, January 25th, 2006. This is the Radio Zoom Podcast. From fabulous Vancouver, British Columbia, this is another edition of the Radio Zoom Podcast rolling out to you. My name is Uncle John. That's why I kind of like to go by. Not that, uh, well... Not that my uh, closest nieces and nephews are uh, anywhere near nearby, but uh, it seems to be kind of the name that I've kind of adopted in my life. Um, let's see. Uh, RadioZoom at gmail.com is the email address. If you'd like to send me your thoughts, your comments, anything, feedback. Feedback is wonderful. It's great to hear from listeners, and I love being able to uh, make this a podcast that's not only mine, but it's also yours, too. So you can do that at that email address. You can also leave me audio com- comments, uh, 206-222-1954. It's a U.S. phone number. You phone that, and it gets automatically emailed directly to me. And my Frapper, frapper.com slash podcast, And you can put a pin on the map, and uh, we can find out where everybody's listening in from. And it's just kind of neat. It's a really great tool for building a community which is exactly what podcasting is pretty much all about. Speaking of, uh, coming up on today's episode, an interesting article, kind of actually it's a post off of blogcritics.org regarding podcasting and music and supporting artists. I just thought I'd kind of chime in with a little bit about that. And then also I have some, uh, well, you know, the Canadian federal election results. The election results are in. If you haven't been paying attention to the major news outlets, uh, especially if you're not in Canada, you probably didn't really catch who won or whatever and i'll just recap it briefly but also i got some uh audio as i went with rebecca when she went to go uh cast her vote in the elections and so i did some recording i didn't do i I kind of went halfway through the whole process of recording different things but what i have i think is some pretty good stuff so i'll uh i'll make up i think a good portion of this episode and i'll throw uh throw in that audio as well as just uh, some thoughts and comments as to uh everything that went down and uh, my experience with the Canadian federal elections. There's a new prime minister. So, t- uh, you know, check it out, and we'll talk a little bit about it in a bit. Right now, I really want to start off this episode with something a little up-tempo, something that felt good, and you know what? I told you that I needed to play some Troubled Hubble, and I'm going to do it right now, even though I've played this song before, and I've played a lot of Troubled Hubble in the past, Well, we're going to play some more now. This is off of their final album, Making Beds in a Burning House, Troubled Hubble, Ear, Nose, and Throat. Check this out, and this is Radio Zoom. Circulate American Common cold Often told Often trick Often fooled TV scams 
Double Double with the song Ear, Nose, and Throat off of that album, Making Beds in a Burning House. You know, you can actually still check them out uh, at their website, troubledhubble.com. It's still there. It's still operating. But they are no more. They don't. They are no longer uh, together, at least touring. Uh, I don't think there's any real bad blood between the four of them. But uh, I'm really sad that they're gone. They were really decent friends of mine. Josh and I were good buds and good pals back in our uh, college radio days at uh, KRUI at the University of Iowa. And they were, I think, childhood friends for the most part, at least high school buddies uh, over in suburban Illinois, suburban Chicago. Um, and they got together to do this band thing. But, uh, well, it kind of turns out that there's some health issues that were kind of uh, crept up on them. I guess Chris, the lead singer, has tentinitis, uh, which is a condition in the ear, which makes it, you know, it hurts for you to have loud noises. And um, this is becoming more and more of a uh, an interesting issue as, um, you know, as people are listening to music uh, more and more, depending on, you know, uh, how they're listening to it with, like, headphones or, you know, your, your, the earphones, the in-earphones, uh, or even just massive stereos. Instead of losing their hearing, I'm, I'm, it's like they're actually damaging their ears so that way they can't actually listen to anything because it hurts so much. And it's not that they can't hear, it's because they hear too well or, or too much and it's, you know, it's hurting. Anyway, um, because of those health reasons uh, and some other reasons, uh, they kind of had to go their separate ways. But uh, Chris still exists as the Healy Goats, and I'll be posting a link to that stuff as well. Basically, I think it's just mainly a uh, MySpace page for him right now. But I'll be sure to include that in the, the show notes, as the show notes always include all of the artist links for the music that I play today. You can still find Troubled Hubble's music around the web as well. Uh, you can, I think you can still purchase it from their website, but iTunes, I think, still has it. They used to be on Lookout Records, and they were not on Lookout for very long. Lookout uh, was the original home of bands such as Green Day, and uh, they, I, I'm not sure... Exactly what happened, and, you know, it was finally the, the point where the little indie band signed to a, a, a nice label, and then they just uh, they just couldn't keep it together anymore. Not that it's, you know, say anything bad about them. It's just those things happen. That's how life kind of goes. Turning uh, our attention to uh, another topic that I recently discovered, our, uh, it's not nothing, anything new, but I, I think it's definitely uh, kind of runs in the same vein as basically what I've just been telling you to do or t- talking about. But this is a, a, a post that came on blogcritics.org, which is a, a, a site that I like to check pretty much daily. They have some really good uh, good things about uh, – well, it's, it's basically uh, – well, to read the, the top of the site, a sinister – Cable of superior bloggers on music, books, film, popular culture, technology, and politics. So it's very interesting. A lot of different people posting to this. And this one uh, writer, which goes by the name of Zaldor, um, who also does a podcast. But uh, the the headline is podcasting, the best way to support the artist. And this is going back to a posting he made or something he wrote about in 2003. And I'm just going to kind of quote this is that the question is of 150 plus cds i bought how much money went to the actual artist who made the music probably not much so here's my thought what if the next time you download mp3s of a good song album whatever you give that money directly to the artist money via mail paypal account in person western union whatever you can that way it circumvents the riaa the marketing companies etc any thoughts i think it's a great idea uh, and then he kind of goes on uh, to to talk about how the tide is changing. Podcasting is is changing everything. The way that 
that uh, this is all operating, which is not too far off and, and not a, a very bad concept at all. Look what I just did as I played you a song by Troubled Hubble, a band that doesn't exist anymore. I realize that, but you can still go to their website and get their music. They have three, four, maybe five albums, a couple of different EPs. They, you know, I'm not sure if they still have T-shirts, but you know, that's the whole premise of me playing these artists, and that's actually what I don't um, I, I, I obtain via uh, PodSafe music sites such as you know the Pod. Safe Music Network, or um, there's a few other ones out there that escape my my memory right now. But what I don't obtain uh, from those sites, which is very easy and simple for me to do, I just got to go through all the lists and lists of you know like the catalog and pick out different music and stuff that I you know that I want to play. But the stuff that I go out and get per, uh, express permission uh, to to uh, to play for you that I'm, that they have granted me the rights to play for you to expose you to. I contact them with that information, saying I will give out your, uh, you know, what you know, the the artist, the album, uh, the website for the artist, so that way the people can find out more information and purchase more, purchase their music, find out where they're going to be, see if they're going to be in a town near them, performing at a venue near them, so you can go and well, you know, back in Iowa City, I went to Gabe's all the time, which is pretty much the mu- music venue place. There's a few other ones, but Gabe's really gets the stuff that I like to go see, and it was. Usually five bucks just to go see a band, uh, you know, for the better or for the the better known bands, bigger bands, you know, ten, fifteen, and occasionally you get one of those bands that were in there that you can actually purchase tickets through Ticketmaster. I don't even want to go into that topic. I don't like Ticketmaster, but that's a whole other topic all on its own. Podcasting does have a way to change that, and it's, this is nothing that's new, but I. I don't think people really uh, realize that you know we have this this tool that we can uh, use and and ex- to our to our greatest extent. Just like I play you stuff like Paula Toledo, and that you might not know that you know she's a singer songwriter from Vancouver. But you know I played a couple uh, in the past few episodes because she has a new album coming out that I caught wind of just because she's simply from Vancouver. Rebecca decided that you know hey I kind of like her and I found this posting that she has this thing going on. She has this new album coming out and so I kind of took that and ran with it and I've gotten some email back uh, you know thanking that I'm I'm promoting her stuff. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I have to say that I love it completely. And I'm going to have another really great example of that right now by the next song that I'm going to play for you because it's by the band Comeg, C-O-M-E-G, and you can go comeg.org to find out more about this band. This song, if it doesn't get stuck in your head, because when I heard it, I just had to you know, contact them and say, can I play your music on my podcast? And they have granted me the permission as well as... We've swapped links, so when I post the uh, show notes for this episode, you have a link to go directly to their site, find out more. You can actually download these songs. I think they're Windows Media Files, but hey, you can still download their songs. You can also click on links to purchase their music, purchase their merchandise, purchase uh, – well, I'm not purchase tickets online, but you know, find out where they're going to be playing. They're unsigned. They're independent, and they are outstanding. This is off of their album Alcohol Fueled. I just love it. It's on. Uh, it's called Twenty Four. Check this out. This is Radio Zoom. Well, don't leave me out here. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't want to hurt you. I just don't. 
off that album, Alcohol Fueled, 24 is the name of the song. Komeg is the name of the band. I I love that song. It's so great. I mean, I've gone days and days and days and having that uh, that uh, the whole chorus kind of stuck in my head. Unsigned, independent, and now you know about them. So check out their website, komeg.org. And there you go. There's all the tools you need to know to find out more about the the artists that I just played and I'm exposing you to. And hopefully you enjoy them just as much as I do. Even if you don't, keep listening. Maybe I'll play you something that you will. Now let's uh, go ahead and, and turn the gears just a little bit more. And let's talk a little bit about the elections, the federal elections in Canada that took place on Monday. And if you recall last Friday, that uh, would have been, I think, episode 62 with the, the aid of good old Dave Olson from the Canucks Outsider and uh, Chuglon with Uncle Weed and uh, the Clubside Breakfast Time. I forget. Like I said, he has a lot of podcasts that he works on. But we kind of went through and kind of gave you a point-by-point analysis of well, what's kind of going on and different things to kind of give you a feeling of, of uh, the, the issues surrounding the whole election now. Uh, the the election took place on Monday, and the polls, I do believe, were open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Maybe it was 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Don't quote me on that, but I do know that they closed at 7. That's when the, the polls shut. And I think what I will do right now is run the audio that I recorded from some of the you know ventures of that I did. I met Rebecca after work, and so that's where this the audio kind of starts. And uh, where I'm walking down there, and then she, when I first met up with her, uh, where she was supposed to vote, and because you know um, maybe there'll be some explanation here within the audio, but in case you don't pick it up within the audio, went to go to the polling station where we knew, where we were pretty sure that she was supposed to go vote. Went there, they said no, you have to go someplace else, and so she went to the other place, went to this other place, and they said, uh, no, you need to go back to where you were originally. Why did they tell you to come here? And so she was taking care of that there. She had me go back home, pick up her registration card. We met back at the, the original place where we started, and with the card in hand, she was able to go in there and vote. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, there's some more to talk about after that, but let's go ahead and play this audio now, and uh, we'll just kind of feed it up. And uh, let it speak for itself, and then I'll come back, and, and we'll um, maybe we'll play a song after that, and then I'll kind of chime in with some thoughts and things like that. So here you go. Here's the audio and my little experience, a little bit of sound seeing with the whole election process. Hello. What, what? Oh, so are you still on the bus? Weird. Where are you at? Nelson, are you just cross? No, that's not you. Oh, okay. You got me all turned around. Okay, well, I'm walking down. Okay. Bye. Well, it is January 23rd, and we're heading down towards the West End Community Center to go 
Well, I'm going to meet Rebecca there, so that way she can vote in the federal elections. She <clears throat> was let out from work early, specifically for the purpose of voting today, which I read on the... Uh, I forget where I read it, but uh, they were letting people off work all over the city to allow them to get out and vote. So, some good stuff. I'll have a chance to go down and experience this for myself, even though I can't. But that's alright by me. It doesn't look like there's a lot of people down here. He has to get closer. here of the building where we're supposed to go to vote. And not seeing a lot of activity. Oh, there's Rebecca. That didn't take you very long. Huh? That didn't take you very long to get down here. No. Oh, no, you're recording. <laughs> Maybe. You're not allowed to that. Am I not? Can't I? And you look really silly. Uh-huh. Well, then, fine. I'll put it in my pocket. Nobody will know I have it. We'll see what it picks up. That's it? 
left uh, I left Rebecca and the line to go in so they could vote. We're down here on the west end at the it looks like it's like a United Way neighborhood house. And uh, there, we had, went to, um, this is down on the West End, and uh, we went down to the to the community center where um, we thought we were supposed to go to vote, and now we're, we're told that we, uh, she had to go vote somewhere else, so we went tromping around a little ways, and now we're here, so that way she can get her vote in, in the federal elections here. And hopefully you were able to listen to my last episode where uh, Dave Olson chimed in with a lot of his um, insights as to what's going on here with the elections. The uh, the way things are looking right now in the media, it really looks like the liberals are going to lose their hold on the uh, leadership in Ottawa. They're going to kind of lose the, the parliament. That's what's being projected. But a lot of the people tend to believe, or at least uh, what I'm understanding, is that uh, the media is very heavy um, in terms of uh, favoritism. They're very uh, heavily favoring um, the conservative party, uh, Stephen Harper and his his band of brothers there. So um, we'll have to see what's going to happen tonight as uh, things kind of go through. It's a little bit after 5 o'clock and uh, the work rush is starting to get down in here and uh, place their votes. And I'm just kind of watching the people kind of filter in and filter out. When we first got here, there was a, probably a line outside the front door of this place about 10 people deep. And now I'm looking at the line and it extends back, I'm gonna say 10, 20, 30, 40 people deep. That's a rough guesstimate, 40 to 50 people lined up outside the uh, the door, and that was just about five, ten minutes ago, so the line has definitely gotten quite a bit deeper. And I did go running again today, and I went running uh, <clears throat> down towards English Beach, almost back towards the Broad Street Bridge, and it seemed like uh, saw a lot, plenty of Spend Robinson signs out and about. The one thing to, I think, I think, which is interesting, is that uh, Sven Robinson is, I do believe, uh, a homosexual and has a partner. And this area down here is very well known for its uh, high gay population. And so we were joking the other night that basically Sven Robinson has the baby vote. She should be coming out here any moment now. We'll have to see. As soon as she gets out here, we'll probably head home so that way we can catch the hockey game. The Canucks are in. Ah, I can't remember. They're in St. Louis tonight. So go home and we'll watch that. And then once the game is over, we'll probably watch the returns going to come through. Polls close at 7 o'clock. It's, like I said, it's just after 5 o'clock now. And then an all-new episode of 24 is on at 10 o'clock, so that's what we'll be watching at 10. And maybe we'll do some more recording there as uh, things kind of go through. It'll be interesting because uh, Matt Good is actually supposed to be on the CBC to provide um, commentary with all the elections and stuff that's going on. So 
that should be fairly interesting to see. And still, no sign of her. Well, we should be out here soon. Oh, one thing I, I guess I should mention is that one thing you can't do is if you are unhappy with any of the candidates that are. Um, this is something that a coworker told Rebecca. Ooh, where's the phone? Hello? Hi. <laughs> um, I don't know, I can see. Okay. I'll call you in there. Bye. That's interesting. And I'm gonna run home quick because apparently Rebecca needs her registration card, her voter registration card, so. Off I go. One thing I, I I'll finish up my, my thought that I was that I had there for a moment. Um, apparently, when you go to vote and you if you are unhappy with any of the people that you can vote for, instead of scribbling on your your voter card, where you actually you know check off who you want to vote for, instead of you know destroying it, tearing it up, writing something derogatory on it or something. Um, you can actually reject the vote, and you can take your card and hand it. You have to take the card from the person and then hand it directly back to them without writing anything on it or doing anything to it and um, tell them that you've rejected the vote. And they actually have to tally that, and they actually have to keep track of the uh, amount of people that actually reject their votes. It's an interesting uh, concept. I don't know if you can do that back in the States. <sighs> we'll stop this now because I'm walking pretty quickly so I can get back here to get her card. I'm going to lose my breath and I don't want to huff and puff in, on this one. So I'm going to fade down the audio here a little bit and just let it kind of ride in the background. This is running a little longer than I anticipated, and I'm only going to be able to fit three songs in today's episode, as well as this uh, this audio that I'm running from the recordings of the actual uh, election process. Uh, the interesting note about this is that uh, this was voting in the Vancouver Center, and for those that were watching in Canada, uh, the people, uh, the, the, as the results were coming in, uh, there was one poll that was still open until uh, I think at least an hour maybe or so after the polls had closed, which is 7 o'clock Pacific time, excuse me, uh, Pacific time here on the West Coast. And the uh, one poll that was remaining to get all the votes in was Vancouver Center, which is the, this is the, uh, that poll. 
And the one thing that I noticed while being there uh, in all this is just it was it was really kind of a, a crazy time, a crazy process because everyone was you know trying to figure out what's going on, where to go. Uh, people were standing in the registration line; they had their registration cards, but there you know there wasn't enough. Um, kind of communication you heard the guy there in the background that said you know if you have your card go into this line if you don't stay in this line but they only came out every you know here and there to tell people where to go so there was a little bit of confusion there and it didn't help that there was this crazy american standing there that looked like he could have been in either of these lines and people were asking me are you in line like no i i don't you know i didn't exactly know what was going on until afterwards that i actually understood once we left that i, I figured out what was going on and we got Rebecca to where she needed to go so she could uh, cast her ballot and uh, everything was good to go. And it was, you know, we, we figured it out and everything. But being that uh, there's all these people in these long lines, Vancouver Center, if you are in line, by law, they must let you vote. And I think, that, I think this law is similar back in the States. And this is nothing really unusual. But uh, if you're in line and the polls are closed at 7 o'clock, they must allow you to vote. And so there's these long lines, lots of people trying to figure out what's going on, figure out what to do to get their votes in. And so it was understandable uh, from my observations as to why it took so long for, these, uh, for the, the results to come in from Vancouver Center. So as for the results, I'm not going to go through all the points, all the numbers, all the percentages, and, and let you know all that stuff. I'll provide a link to the CBC website, and you can go to find that out. It's kind of interesting how it breaks down, especially that I'm not familiar with how the system works, how parliamentary um, a government it works, but it's been fun to kind of watch and learn. Bottom line, the conservatives won the election. Uh, Stephen Harper will become the next prime minister, replacing Paul Minister of Canada – or Paul Minister – Paul Martin – uh, as Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, actually, Paul Martin was the leader of the Liberal Party, just as Stephen Harper is the le leader of the Conservative Party, and then whatever party gets the most votes, their leader of their respective party becomes Prime Minister. That's a, a, a good uh, layman's terms of how it works. Uh, in his concession speech, Paul Martin is stepping down as uh, the leader of the Liberal Party. So a new Liberal Party uh, um, Head will be elected, and in the next elections, whenever that happens, um, you know that that's it will not be Paul Martin. So Paul Martin will not be prime minister again. Um, it was a long, hard battle, so I can't really blame the guy. And there were some different shifts in the the whole balance of power in terms of uh, numbers from the the block party, uh, the block party, which is predominantly a uh, Quebec. Uh, party, if you remember from what Dave Olson told us, and then also the NDP, uh, New Democratic Party. You know, they, some she some seats shifted. Uh, there's some different things going on, but the, uh, the the bottom line here is that the conservatives do not have a majority. It's a minority leadership, meaning that they uh, just can't do what they want. They still have to compete with uh, you know the the other groups. So the liberals and uh, the NDP and the Bloc, they just, you know, whatever they say won't go. They still have to go through these, these avenues of, you know, discussion and uh, compromises, and then eventually whatever that they have set out, they can try to work towards. But um, change will not readily come uh, down across Canada, but it will be interesting to see how everything kind of plays out. So be sure to check the show notes and get the links to get all the, the breakdown and the information for if you really, really want to learn more. But I thought that, that uh, the, the audio of uh, what was going on and the, all the commotion would be interesting to kind of record and um, just kind of disperse out there into the potosphere. Oh, there I say that word. I actually said it. But into the, um, into the world and uh, so that we can kind of get a taste of what it's like in terms of the federal elections but also in Vancouver Center, which 
Um, as a result, even though the conservatives have taken over parliament, uh, there was not uh, – I think in the general Vancouver area, I don't think the conservatives really got anybody elected to be a member of parliament. It was all uh, liberal and um, uh, NDP, which I also um, – which I mentioned, Sven Robinson. Sven Robinson actually lost to the uh, incumbent, Hetty Fry, which was the representative of the liberal party here in Vancouver Center. So. Interesting to see how things have played out, and um, I don't know. I'll fun keeping watching this, and uh, it, I think it's going to make me more interested in politics back in the United States now that I'm, I'm a little bit more removed from it, but I'll still be paying attention to it uh, just as much as I'm kind of interested here. But more so, my interest here is just learning how everything works. I, I, I don't know the issues, and I can't really speak with them uh, or speak about them with with a lot of knowledge and input or, or like information that I've gathered. So, I don't know the all that stuff. I don't know the the nitty gritty of the politics. I'm just learning how the whole political system works, and that's what I find fun. I like learning. I like feeding my brain. That's why I watch a lot of these Canada People's History or uh, you know these you know History Channel stuff like that. I like that type of stuff. So. It kind of looks like I don't have t- enough time to play four tracks like I usually do on this episode, so I'm going to stick to three. And I'm going to go back to uh, somebody who I really enjoy and admire, and I really like the name of the song, and I really like the song itself, but the name is what really gets me. Lou Barlow. I played him before, and we're going to play him again. This comes off of his Emo album, such as E-M-O-H, Home, spelled backwards. And the song's called Monkey Begun. So check this out. I hope you like it. A little more mellow, but I think it's a good song to take us out on. This has been another edition of Radio Zoom. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Tell all of your friends. We'll check you later. And adios. For balance and control A battle rages in my soul And my monkey One finger holding back the dam Confusion was alright Until it kept me up at night Heavy breathing, okay Until it took my breath away Now I feel like I've just begun I feel I've just begun no, don't worry, we're all undone I feel I've just begun Life has just begun Am I ever overconfident? Have I ever been untrue? I've been over, under, and Nothing much at all, oh, there's so much more to do
voicemails, audio comments, and songs. Apply on the Radio Zoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word at gmail.com. Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. 